Hey you. Kelela Tadu Jodui. Hey, how are you doing? Trust you're having a great week. Trust you're doing well. Trust you're doing fine. Trust the stars are aligning for you and you're working harder and harder and harder. Yeah, I'm good. I'm alive. It's been a quiet week, but it's been okay. It's been okay. I've been well and good. And I've been trying to work on rounding up the Mental Health Awareness Month. Uh, this is the last episode of Mental Health Awareness Month. We've spoken about fear, grief, pressure. And today we'll be speaking about crying. The psychology of crying. The psychological side of crying, sorry. So yeah, that's us. Yeah, so this is the last episode. Thank you so much for listening. Today we have Naomi. And she'll be speaking to us. Answering our questions on crying and the psychological side of crying she's going to be advising us to cry a little bit more <laughs> yeah so that's that i really hope you enjoyed this episode and for those that don't cry listen to this and see how it applies to you how you have to make your emotions resounding how, how you have to connect your emotions and if it means crying then so be it cry a little it's fine it doesn't make you a pants it doesn't make you a girl so without further ado here's naomi Hello, Naomi. Hi. Good afternoon. Okay, now that sounds better. One more time. Hello, Naomi. Hi. Good afternoon. <laughs> How are you doing? <laughs> I'm good, thank you. Uh, first of all, welcome to One Day at a Time podcast. Uh, thank you. Great to be here. How are you doing? Fine, thank you. How's life treating you? Well, can't complain. I don't understand. That doesn't sound like positive vibes, you know. Wow, okay. Um, it's treating me well. I'm happy, I'm healthy, I'm corona-free. Uh-huh. That's, not, no, that's, that's what we're talking about. That's what we're talking about. <laughs> that's the energy. Yeah, so welcome Thank to you. One Day at a Time, the podcast. We are so mm-hmm. glad mm-hmm. to have you here. Uh, Thank you for having me. Just before we go any further, I'd like you to like give us a lowdown on yourself. Future PhD holder, master's degree holder, and wow, future project okay. on the new So like my whole CV then. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. <laughs> uh, well, like you said, my name is Naomi. I am a psychologist okay. by degree. <laughs> my first degree was in psychology. Currently, I'm getting a master's in public health, and hopefully, I hope to get a PhD in clinical psychology. <laughs> so, as you can tell, <laughs> as you can tell from my CV, I'm a and I, I I like psychology. Okay. So I think that that about covers it. Okay. Short and sweet. I, I think That's so. nice. That's nice. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. nice. Yeah. So um, today we want to we want to engage you on the subject of crying. I mean, okay. we all cry in one way or the other, either on the inside or on the outside. <laughs> First of all, is that true? Is that true in psychology? Is that cry on the inside or the outside? Is that a thing? Well. Uh, in in some way, because like crying is just one form of expression, okay. you know, like it's a form of emotional expression. It, people express themselves different ways, so you don't have to, you have to cry okay. to express yourself. Yeah, right. so I guess in some ways, actually, because if you're not crying outwardly, then you uh, find like another way to express yourself. All right. So uh, first of mm-hmm. all, like the dumbest question of the day: What exactly is crying? It's actually not very dumb of a question, especially if you're trying to, you know, get into the uh, psychology of crying. Crying can be defined as the secretion of fluid 
which we know as tears from the eyes. And um, crying might be done in response to um, emotion or, like, or an emotional state, or it might be done because of pain, or it might be done because of physical irritation. From there, you can see like there are types of crying or types of tears. Okay. So crying can either secrete um, emotional tears, which is I think what we're going to do largely today, which is um, in response to a range of emotions and contains like uh, stress hormone. Or it can either, or it can be done as a reflex, which is you know when something gets into your eye, or when you're cutting onions or something, and then you just have to like it. It kind of flushes out the irritants from your eye, and it protects your eye as a result. The last type is the basal tears, which is maybe it's just there, you know, to protect your eye and keep it moist. Which is why our eyes are always moist when we drink. So yeah. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. We are trying to, like you said, we're trying to dissect the emotional side of crying. The psychology yeah. of emotional tears in quotes. And mm-hmm. basically the reason why is because, I mean, uh, I think last week we did like mm-hmm. a, a poll on how often people cry. Okay. And yeah. good enough for us, we found out that people actually cry quite often. At least from the 59 people, yeah, we, we spoke to both guys and girls. I oh, the only thing is I don't know how many guys and how many girls were on the poll. So it's possible that mm-hmm. most of the girls are crying because we guys, hard guy, hard yeah. guy, I know they cry. I mean, you'd be surprised though. You'd be surprised because I don't know. I think in 2016, um, uh, research showed that men cry at least 1.9 times a month in the US. So, okay. I mean, when we carry it out to Nigeria, we'll know for sure. More. But then you'd be surprised. Well, that one point five, that one point nine times. How many was the women? Three point five. Exactly. That's <laughs> hard guy, hard guy. Some no, no, guys that I'm cry. saying that, of course, <laughs> men statistically cry more than men. But people will be surprised at the amount of times men actually cry because people are like, ah, men don't cry, men don't cry, men cry. You know, even people should stop this hard guy thing you are doing. So okay, what's your stance on? So you believe men cry? Why do you think men cry? Because it's like a form of expression, and I, sometimes it's, it's a reflex. You know, they might not even. I mean, I feel like we'll get into that eventually, but they might not really know. But like, and then again, I think there's like demystification because, like, like in the past, fifty years ago, a man crying is like, ah, oh, this guy is, brave. this guy is a woman, this guy is weak, you know, stuff like that. But I think recently, with um, with you know, awakening of our mental state and everything, I think it's becoming more of a norm. And so people are more able to talk about their feelings and, you know, they're more able to let out their emotions and stuff like that. So I, I really, I do believe men cry. Of course, not as frequently as women. And it's still not, it's still, you know, kind of taboo in a lot of cases. But that's not to say that men don't cry. Okay. Well, you don't, you don't mm-hmm. think that I cry, Sha, so I'm a hard guy. What do you think? It's been long I mean, since I cried, so I'm a hard guy. So yes, but, but you cry, though. It's been a while, though. It's, Let's let's establish you're a medium guy. <laughs> let's establish the fact that you're okay. You can't come on here and diss me, you know, right? <laughs> I mean, you're okay. I mean, <laughs> now, okay. um, in terms of crying, how mm-hmm. come? Okay, it's more pronounced in babies, but even in adults, how come when people cry, they tend to sleep afterwards or get the urge to sleep? Um. Babies can't talk. They can't really express themselves. So that's why they describe. It's more of like an attention-seeking technique. And then I think for adults, it's um, it's much different. I think when you have like that moment to yourself before you go to bed, you know, like imagine 
working class woman. She has children, she gets herself ready, she gets her children ready, she puts the house in order, rushes off to work, and you know, she has a full day of work, rushes back home, she has to take care of the children, you know, put the house in order, depending on the kind of household she has to cook, she has to do everything. So like that that moment, that time like what when you finally, you know, you're ready for bed and then you lay down. That's when like you're quiet. You know, you might not quite be tired, like ready to sleep, kind of tired. But like in your mind, like there's like there's like this silence. It's like you know, it's just you're left with yourself. There's nothing to distract you from um, you know everything, your daily routine. And so that kind of brings to light your insecurities, your worries, the stresses, and existential questions start to come into light. Like, am I enough? Who exactly am I? You know, am I like is something wrong with me? Why does this happen to me this way? Why does that happen to me that way? I know that kind of like because you don't really know how to um, express those emotions in any other way, but like you know, just to bring it up in here, you know, the that that the whole thought process and everything we need to crying and then the crying, the action of crying will, will tire you out, and then that fatigue is now what makes you sleep. Okay, so. Mm-hmm. Does, does does the the fatigue does it also come with relief because it feels like a lot of people when they cry they feel relieved of course like there are multiple benefits it brings about relief of both physical and emotional pain because like there are these chemicals in our body um, hormones and neurotransmitters and amongst them is oxytocin and um, endorphins and they call feel good chemicals so, like, when people cry, there's a tendency for these hormones and neurotransmitters to be secreted. And that brings about this feeling of, like, relief, you know, and that kind of makes you sleep better, you know. So, it, it helps, it relieves you. It brings about this soothing effect, you know, it kind of calms you down. You know, like, people who experience anxiety, that is why they have a tendency to cry. Because sometimes, like, you're just stressed. I told you about um, the stress hormone in tears. So, like, sometimes when your body um, creates too much stress hormone, it's kind of all trapped in there. So, like, the action of crying actually releases those stress hormones. And so that creates that soothing effect that we feel. And then crying is also cathartic. Uh, it, it, like, brings about this psychological relief. So, like, your brain isn't flustered, you know, as much as it was before. It, it kind of allows you to express your emotions openly without, you know, fear of um, judgment or anything. Yeah. So they're like a, they're a bunch of um, benefits to crying. So does that mean that people that cry, they are securing their emotions? Yeah. I mean, like we talked about the whole hard guy thing. It's not to say that people who don't cry aren't securing their emotions. Emotional security is defined as the ability... Um, to identify, label, and express your emotions properly and appropriately, you know, in a healthy manner. So when you cry, it, it means you, you, you've identified that this is what you're feeling, you've been able to label it, and that crying is an expression of what you were feeling, you know. Okay. So um, basically when, you, when, you, when you're able to cry like that, that's like, that's normal crying, okay? That's not, oh, I wake up in the morning, cry, afternoon, cry, I cry in the evening. I cry, you know, every that's that's unhealthy. That one, that that one might be like that. That's such like a symptom of depression. Okay. So that's not the kind of crying I'm talking about. But like a healthy amount of crying, maybe once a month or something. That's that's a sign of emotional security. 
And so holding in tears sometimes could actually yield to emotional immaturity or insecurity only when the person is not able to express themselves in other ways. You know, because like some people are able to um, exercise. When you exercise, you also let go of um, the stress hormone cortisol. When you exercise, you can let go of the hormone. Some people, you know, they do something they like, a hobby, it relieves them of stress. You know, so if you have an avenue or like, you know, something that you can do to express um, yourself and to let go of those, you know, stressful hormones in you, then that's fine. That's not to say that that person is emotionally unstable or insecure. Okay, so instead of crying, I can decide to go and work out on gym. Yeah, you can. I mean, you, you, you can't just suppress your emotions. You have to acknowledge <laughs> that they're there. <laughs> Why you quote me? So, like, you have to express that you're, you have to acknowledge that your emotions are there. You know, like, sometimes people say, okay, I'm feeling this way. Like, you have to think, human beings have, like, we have the highest form of reason of all animals. So, like, when you are able to acknowledge these emotions, like I define, you're able to identify, label, and express your emotions. Okay, so like it's not just you go and be expressing. You don't know what you are expressing. You're just there gymming, feeling like this. So like you can gym and say, okay, I've had a bad day today. I'm, I was pissed about something. I was a bit depressed, and I think I just want to go to the gym and you know help myself. You know, just kind of get out of that mood. You know, if you do that, then that's positive. That's emotional security. But when you not try to like suppress everything and keep suppressing and suppressing, it's very unhealthy. It has mental institutions. It has physical institutions. It's not advisable for anybody. Okay. Um. So mm-hmm. with regards to that, you've spoken about labeling your emotions being something that's very important. Is there like a difference between guys and girls? So for example, now I have a friend who mm-hmm. speaks about how when she cries mm-hmm. she feels a lot better afterwards and it might not mm-hmm. be crying over a guy or crying over anything it might just be a situation and she cries and then she's ready to go again and go and kick ass that kind of thing mm-hmm. but when I'm down like fam tears is like the farthest thing for me at that point in time it's more like okay, you know, is, it, is, it, is this thing particular to people or is it gender thing because mostly I don't People say it's the culture of Nigeria, but is that actually why guys don't cry? Okay. Well, you can't really just... You can't really just... It's not something you put in a box. Okay. Okay. Like, several several things determine why people will cry. It could be um, culture, like you stated. The culture of Nigeria actually has a lot to do with crying. Like, tell me if you've heard this phrase before. A little boy is crying, and then somebody says, Why are you crying? Are you a girl? Have you heard it before? I think I've heard it. It's, it's a very common thing. I personally have heard it a lot. You know, when a, when a little boy is crying. Ah, why are you crying? Are you a girl? Even myself. I'm sure like in, in sometime in my life, I must have said it to a boy. Why are you behaving like a girl? You know, it's, it's, it's very sexist and it's something that we need to like shake out of. And I'm actually happy because like the new, the, the upcoming generation is, you know, making efforts to take that, that thing out of like circulation, out of being the norm. So Nigerian um, Nigerian culture has a lot to do with that. Like, you know, telling people that they can't do this. Because when you grow up, the culture, um, it, it informs everything basically about a person's, you know, makeup. There are two things in psychology that we say makes a person. They are nature and nurture. Nature is like what you were born with, with your genetics. 
what you inherited from your parents, your grandparents, your family. But nurture is what happens, like what you pick up from your interaction with the environment. You know, so like when you when you're growing up and then you're you're hearing somebody saying, "Why are you behaving like a girl?" Because you're crying as a man, it, it would it would um, reduce your your likelihood to cry next time because you're like, before I cry, this time it's something that I'm a girl. You know, stuff like that. So that's part of it. Then of course, gender differences are part of it. Um, in the brain, the the part of the, the part of the brain that are responsible for emotion and stuff like and you know things in that regard are statistically larger in females than in men. Okay, so like women have a higher tendency, and again, of course, it goes back to culture because it's culturally accepted. They have a higher tendency to express themselves, and again, because of our makeup, women are just more. We, we have more of um, more emotions. We have more of the hormone and everything that would lead to emotion, and uh, um, the personality of the person also contributes to. You know, there are different types of personalities. There's some people who are more thinking than feeling, and it's more of men actually to speak about it. But that's 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 just from my observation. It's not something that has been proven. But like some people would say, okay, I'm having a bad day, I'm upset. And somebody may say, oh, let me sit down and actually think about what is contributing to be, my being upset. And let me find a way to work you know, towards fixing it. And then there's some people that are like, I'm upset, I'm just going to shut down, I just want to cry, I just want to, you know, have a good cry and you know, I'll feel a bit better when I'm drunk crying and I can move on with my day. You understand? So, like, it, it really just depends. Like, there are a lot of contributing factors to why people do some certain things. Okay. In terms of, that's, yeah. That's interesting. So, basically, you're saying mm-hmm. that after all this, if I want to crash, you call you and cry, you give me a handkerchief. I mean, I'll give you a handkerchief and a bill because it's Wow. Not free. You get last year with charge for everything. <laughs> it's cry, it's nature. You just want to watch nature and nature. I'm crying now, it's you a problem. Know, you know that I'm listening to I'm listening to the crying. As I'm listening to the crying, I have to charge you now, you know. So these are your saying crying is expensive too. Is it I mean if you're going to cry to a professional, you might as well get paid for it. You know. Oh, no. <laughs> I wanna recommend it to my friend if you are charging me. Uh why would that, why would you recommend me to your friend? Okay. If you recommend me to your friend, I'll send your friend bill, you know. That's how that's how we run it. Yeah, right, though. No problem. We'll try. We'll try. Mm-hmm. Now, um, in terms of holding back your emotions, what are the dangers associated mm-hmm. with that? Like I, I said earlier, there are some physical and mental side effects that come with holding back your tears. Um, for or emotions, rather. Emotions in general. Because, like I said, tears is just one form of expression. Crying is just one form of expression. So, if you actually do cry and... If you don't cry, sorry, and then you express yourself in other ways and you have emotional security, then that's fine. But, you know, if you're just trying to hold everything in, like, there are lots of side effects. For the, for the um, physical, some people experience weight gain. You know, some people experience um, increased blood pressure because, like, you're having, when you have too much stress, stress hormones aren't supposed to stay. You're supposed to release them, you know, as, as, they, go, like, as they go on, as time goes on. So if you're unable to release... Um, those stress hormones and they become elevated in you then there'll be a lot of distress and it'll mess up your mood it'll mess up like how you um how you function physically it'll cause weight gain it'll cause um 
digestive problems. It can actually affect your sleep. Um, it would cause it could cause headaches. It, it could cause fatigue, and you know it could cause like some mood imbalance. It could cause anxiety. It could cause depression. So like there are a lot of side effects to holding in your emotions and not finding a healthy avenue to express what you're feeling. Mm-hmm. Now on the flip side, people are now crying too much. <laughs> At what point do you know that you're crying needs help? Well, it depends. Like I said, you know, there there are a lot of things to consider. But then if you're if you're crying multiple times a day, you know, several times a week, without any obvious trigger, you know. Some people are like are overly emotional and you know, maybe something happened, maybe somebody died or someone got really sick or you know, they just heard a family member is in isolation center with corona or something like that and then you know, they feel really upset about that. Heartbreak. Yeah, heartbreak and hair. <laughs> you know, there are people that will feel moved to tears, you know, multiple times a day and it will take them a while to get to that level of emotional stability. And that's fine. You know, that's that's like that's normal. It's the normal human response. But when you're not talking about there is no particular trigger. Okay, like I mean you're 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 fine, everything is going well, you know, or just something small happens. Maybe like you talk up with you on the floor, you now start crying and you cry and cry and cry all day, you know, stuff like that. So when when it gets to like that excessive point then there is something that is, that is psychologically off. You know, it's, it's not normal for someone to cry that frequently. So if someone is crying that frequently, then they might want to speak to somebody like a professional and find out if they are depressed. Because depression is what would lead to um, uncontrolled crying and you know, just that feeling of despair and hopelessness. Yeah. Okay. So now you have been mm-hmm. preaching to us since. Now it's time to get personal to you. What was the last thing that triggered your own tears? The last thing that triggered last time I cried. Hmm. Last time I cried was I think maybe in January or February. Was it? Yeah, I don't recall any time before that. After that, sorry. It was about in January or February. I have I'm I'm a huge shit person. Currently we have three dogs in my house. Yeah. Um I think the maximum we might have had at some point was like eleven. My mom and I we loved it. Yeah, so like of all the things we have, like one of them is like personally mad. Like so like when I when I graduated and then I'm at home now, I want one. And so I got I got um a, one of those indoor those two dogs, Ashley. And you know, she's been with me and then she had puppies. And I mean I wanted to leave the puppies but then we had to give them away because like it was a bit too much stress and I had to go back to school. And um then I think I had resumed for the second one, like this in this January I resumed. I went back to school and then I just got a call. One of the puppies died. Like there were only two. First of all, one had already died like a day after birth. And so I'm like, okay, okay, fine. So it was like two left. And then like the second one died. I was so upset. I just they crying. Like my mom was so angry with me, like, why are you crying? Like what's your problem? Like to me, like I just felt like very very upset about it and you know i had to let it go and i cried and i'm proud of my crying <laughs> okay okay <laughs> i'm proud I of mean, myself it's been a while since i had the nigerian cry of an animal so this is a new perspective for me um i i love my i mean we're 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 we're, 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 we're okay that's, that's a lot to think about just 
that's that's good then so in terms of additional things you like to add another thing regarding crime do you want to preach to the hard guys on, on crime more do you want to say anything yeah well for the hard guys who are listening including um <clears throat> we have to just be very careful i don't understand including me. <laughs> i don't know i mean the person is i whoever whoever like it's in case you can't see so basically is what i'm trying to say okay. but <laughs> but but um apart i think that um it's very dangerous to suppress your emotion it's very dangerous to suppress your emotion you have to um come up with a very healthy way to express yourself you know you can't just cry as like i said crying is one of many so i'm not going to like preach to you start crying every time and everything what do you say i hold on with this song like if if you feel you know, upset, or if you feel like there's something that might be causing some kind of emotional blockage within you, you need to, like, first identify that thing and then, you know, figure out what it is, where it's coming from, and then figure out how to express it. Don't lock it in, because if you lock it in, then there'll be issues, you know, there'll be, like I mentioned, like, anxiety, depression, fatigue, headaches, stuff like that, because um, psychological issues, Sometimes we call them psychosomatic um, symptoms. We sometimes will manifest physically if you don't take care of them. Yeah, so if you're feeling some type of way and you're unable to like bring it out, you know, it will start to cause these manifestations. And until you do, you, that's how you find out that somebody might be like, ah, I've been having headache, I've been having headache, and then when they finally are able to deal with the underlying psychological cause of that headache, the headache disappears. So it's because of what they were feeling that that headache is coming. It's not because of anything physiological. All right. That's mm-hmm. fine. Yeah, so with okay. that, I would like to say thank you very much for coming on here. I mean... Anytime. You're, you're basically closing out our Mental Health Awareness Month on the podcast. Oh. So thank okay. you very much for coming. Uh, Hopefully you pleasure. give us offering, since you're the one that's closing the service. Uh, I what? Offering okay. or tights. Anyone, you can send your account number again. You guys, some of you heard it. Remember that this you heard this. So if you see me tweet say, that I wasn't paid. Yeah, I know. I was saying, say you didn't specify amount. All right. I've shot. Just okay. know that you'll pay your offering. Not a challenge. You didn't specify offering. <laughs> you can't be picking offering. Any offering you see, you take it. Oh. And you say thank you. <laughs> not, not a challenge. Not a challenge. So thank you so much for coming. Uh, lastly, would Anytime. you like to put yourself out there? How can we find you? Well, I have um, a Twitter. <laughs> I have a Twitter account. I don't like that laugh. Does that mean you're not active? I, I mean, yes, but like I feel like there's something. Like if you want to reach me for something, you know, psychological, just you just want to check me out and you had how you do here. So like if it's something, um, you can just send me a DM really on Twitter at o m o underscore n e s e. Just send me DM. I am O M O underscore N S E. N E S E. N E S E. Yeah, so will you find you on Twitter, yeah? Yeah, you find me on Twitter. Send me a DM. I'm a busy boy. All right, it's not a challenge. Um, Once again, mm-hmm. thank you very much for being out here. Hopefully, we'll get Anytime. to hear from you in the future. Mm-hmm. No problem. Have a great day. Bye. Bye. Thank you for having me. No challenge. And there you have it. So, when last did you cry? Hard guy. 
when last did you cry? Hard girl, when last did you cry? <laughs> yeah, that's that. Um, I'm happy with the fact that with mental health, we had the chance to speak about crying. I mean, when I was younger, I used to see people that cried as, nigga, why are you crying? Relax. We're going to cry about it. Well, as a person also, there are things that trigger my emotion. I hardly cry, but when I cry, I cry. That kind of thing. I have like certain soft spots that trigger me and stuff. So, let out the tears. Own your emotions. It's very important. And for the guys out there, if you have to cry, just cry. Let's normalize male tears. I don't mean start crying everywhere, but I mean, if you have to shed a tear, fine. I mean, that's when I shed the tear was like two weeks ago, watching Miracle in Cell number seven. I think that counts as tears, but I just connected to one scene, just one scene. You move them, you cry, just one scene. So, uh, I'm, still, I'm a hard guy, I'm a soft guy. <laughs> yeah, well, that's that. So, thank you for to everyone for being part of the Mental Health Awareness Month. Uh, thank you for listening in. Thank you for stating your feelings. Thank you for asking questions. And yeah, we'll be... We might release a bonus episode outlining all the questions that have been asked over the course of the Mental Health Awareness Month series. That's um, questions and stories from the audience regarding fear, grief, pressure, and outcrying. So feel free to share your stories. Feel free to say how you feel. It's okay to cry, guys. It's okay. Sometimes you feel like everything just hits the fan and you need to let something go. So it's okay to cry, guys. Shed a little tear. Don't cry for too long. Stand up and keep fighting. But it's okay to experience it. Yeah, so with that, thank you very much. If you'd like to trigger some tears and just cry a little bit after listening to this episode, just shed a tear and let your eyes be healthy. So uh, you could also listen to Fathom by Orejimo. The music will be, the song will be in the show notes. Uh, the song is basically about the depth of love. And yeah, that's that. Thank you so much. Don't forget to tell a friend, to tell two friends to listen to this episode of the podcast. And if they like it, they should subscribe and share with another friend. And also, remember, be patient to yourself and live life one day at a time. Bye-bye.